we all have different needs. That's what we think. But our Hindu scriptures, our rishis have given a fourfold view of life. So I'll just deal with that, discuss that, and bring point, make it a point to see that you can see in your life. And if you hold on to this fourfold view, on their name, name means on the name of the rishis, hundreds and thousands and thousands of rishis for very, very long time, thousands of years, the happiness is guaranteed. The first one they say, values and education, dharma we call. Every one of us, if you want to do anything, we have to have certain values, certain have discipline. Even if you want to enjoy a game, you have to stick to the rules. Right? You are having some tournament this 5 o'clock. If someone comes, I want to have fun, but I don't care for your rules, would you admit him? No, because sticking to the rules is a requirement to enjoy the game. Our Rushi said, yes, that's what it is. But these rules that they are talking about is the rules for our whole life. Rules for, that is, to think on something, to keep pondering, to expand our mind, to be compromised, to not compromise, to lesser things, to be truthful, right? All of these are brought in what is called as dharma. As a student life, you have to have no boundary for your knowledge. You should not compromise just for grades. You should compromise for high level of knowledge from every part of the world. And that's what the valued education that they call. Now, if you see the Hindu values that to make connection to this cosmic energy, to make connection to that, to see beyond, so all of these are brought in what is called as dharma, in which also a very good education, even in modern terms is included, as a scientist or a doctor or an economist, whatever the pursuit that we take, we want to compromise to the highest level. My goal should be to get A in all courses. That's my goal. And because the moment we put our goal on that, there are students I know in our own universities, they come, right in the beginning they said, if I make a B or a C, I'm okay. And I tell them, what do you mean? If you start with that, that's not the starting point. The starting point is I want to make an A. That's the starting point. Rushi said, that's what it is. Be like a chataka pakshi, they say. This bird wants to drink water that is coming from the hell, from the rain. That's the water. That's the water coming from the source. And that's how my view should be to look up the heights of achievement. And that is dharma, in a broader sense I'm telling. In the initial mantra that I recited, Rishi said, 
take care of two things in your life what you listen and ponder and what you see and think be sure that you get exposed to the noble sounds noble sounds in the form of speech or music it should be soul stirring not body shaking should be soul stirring not body shaking so that is by the sound sight see great things in life be the form of nature even good dress is recommended for because when you have beautiful dresses because the body is the temple of god it has to be sacred and also viewed like that because body is the means to achieve higher things so we can see that dharma includes everything as a student i have to follow the dharma as an adult i have to follow the dharma that means values values which i have to learn it is my responsibility to learn those values that is the thing that god wants us because freedom is given free will is given an animal doesn't have as much free will a cow will remain a cow but a human being has to evolve in the knowledge and the true dharma then comes artha artha means money our rishis never said go away from money no they said yes go for wealth but in the right way achieve right wealth annam bhukurvida aspire wealth become competent vidyadadati vinayam vinayadyati patratam patratva dhanam aapnoti dhana dharmas tatasukham get that knowledge which brings humility through humility and knowledge you get into the heights of the position and power and from that and the right values of education you get right wealth so become wealthy there are great things king king janaka many many king even in karnataka right king rupatunga there are so many examples so wealth is never condemned but improperly earned wealth is condemned and improperly used wealth is condemned because some people say money is the root of all evil no mind if the mind is not kept clear and clean yeah that could create problem because money is a inanimate thing but when mind associates with money the mind has to be washed out which comes from what from dharma go back to step 1 so that is the second one third one i'll tell you very important very very important third one in a discussion between krishna and pandavas krishna asks pandavas samraya he has he poses this question what is that you think in life which moves everyone 
everyone no uh, nobody is left out in this dharmaraya says dharma you know education duty krishna says no that doesn't move everyone that doesn't drive everyone then arjuna says money krishna says no not even money then bhima says kama desire desire krishna says yes then arjuna brings a question oh krishna what about some people who have no desire who don't want to have any desire krishna says that is the desire they have this is the instant people who don't want to have any desire they have a desire that i don't want to have any desire so what krishna is telling us everybody is moved by desire in fact in bhagavad gita he says dharma aviruddha kamosmi bharata shaba i am that desire which is not going against the values and education now this desire is very important because we cannot live without now the question is how many desires people have if we take a list of if i give a piece of paper for all of us some may come with 10 some may come with 20 some may come with 100 if you are very creative maybe more but there are only two these are two types of desires so you just have to watch out with only two types and they are one is desirable desire and the other is undesirable desire that clear one is desirable desire and what other is undesirable desire the desire which i should not have but which still comes to me and the desire which i should have which i don't have it so what i should do go back to step 1 are, are you following with me go back to step 1 what is the step 1 right value dedication values and dedication that gives a frame of mind to remove the undesirable desire from me and bring the desirable desire to me that's what krishna is talking about because right from our childhood till end of the life cycle we are always with desire desire change desire change but these two categories don't change so that is why if you understand the life in total that is in our life we have several levels of life the upanishads talk about all these life if i ask anyone life if the person is not informed he says they show the body not a little bit some thinking no they are only step initial steps samiji celebrated on that there is the annamaya the body pranamaya the breathing the health manomaya the mental realm how much knowledge we could have if 
infinite knowledge we could have because infinite is Brahman. We are empowered or the potential of empowerment is to connect with that energy which created, which is sustaining, which is the source and substratum of everything. You know, everything. And if your everything itself is limited, that's a very pitiable state, isn't it? A small anecdote I will relate, which Samyakananda also referred in his speech. Somehow a frog from the ocean fell into a well. And there was another frog there. So there's a well in the frog to which a well, a frog from the ocean came in. So this frog in the well saw this new kid on the block, right? Said, oh, you are new. You know, here, this is my kingdom. Then frog in the, frog from the ocean said, oh, it's very nice. I want to be here. I will be with you. We will share what we know. Huh? What do you know? I've been in this for a long, long time. I know this, how big it is. So you learn from me. Then the frog from the ocean is saying, What? And you are saying, This is, this is very big. Do you want to listen to me? Now, I know more than you. So the frog from the ocean literally never got a chance because the frog in the well was fully bloated with ego. That is how our mind gets bloated with the ego. I, I, I. But I should mean to the soul inside which connects to that cosmic, not to the body-mind complex. That is what will simply constrain and curtail the potential. Then the frog from the ocean laughed at it. Oh, my friend, wait, wait. Once a chance will come, you come with me to my place and you will see what your place is. So once you become open-minded, why I am referring here? Karma, desire. So when this desirable desire becomes our window to the world, and that desire keeps going towards the frontiers and beyond. That is why in the sheets of the body, after the mana, manas, the science, intelligence, vijnana, our rishis is also referred as scientist as I told you. The great Panini, for example, who is one of the greatest linguists, Chomsky, one of the linguists of our time, great linguist, he says, Panini was one of the greatest grammarians. If you see the great contributions of the rishis in the field of science, they integrated both the material science and the spiritual science. Because this body and mind and our capacity is the bridge. So after that Vijnana, then Ananda, 
it is our birthright as our guru used to say the great guru yogi shiranga sindhuro it is our birthright to achieve that the very moment you are born as human being it is our birthright that is why krishna says you are we become our own enemies or our own friends because if we don't emphasize our birthright in the real spirit our birthright is to unite with our creator enjoy this cycle enjoy this life so that is the undesirable desire and desirable desire the desirable desire should become our nature itself and that we call in sanskrit sattvika pravritti whereas no aggressive thoughts will come to us no inert thoughts will come to us no inert behavior will come to us no negative tendencies will even appear in our life wow can you imagine that life there we will sit as great masters fully knowledgeable and fully peaceful simply connecting with this universe when you come to karnataka i will address you seconds on karnataka because akka no karnataka has given great great saints the great dasa purandara dasa kanaka dasa so many then the shivasharana the vachana the basavanna alama prabhu akka mahadevi believe me each one of them have connected themselves to this cosmic force kanaka dasa once he was asked who is a noble then he said ninte nintalla vishwava kambaru the knowers the people who have knowledge mean right where they are they can connect to this cosmic energy wow how nice it is you know right here you are and you just you close your eyes and and go to your source and then simply connect to this cosmic energy how beautiful it is isn't it same thing parandara dasa kanaka dasa in another place as these questions even with scientists are struggling to understand what is called the science of perception he asked a question i asked you the same question see how you feel the answer so difficult you think of it he said alayadolaga bayalo bayalolaga alayavo alaya bayalodu nayanadolago nayana ninnadago what it means is is this room this conference in that we are right now this room is this room in space space or the space is in room or is the space and the room in your eyes because you are seeing it right or maybe the eyes is in lord because who energizes the eyes the upanishad act who is making you to see cheneshitam patati prashitam manaha who is making you to think 
these are the questions which the Rishis asked our the great saints of Karnataka. So my suggestion is all of us we have to dwell into that literature of Dasa and Sharanas. Greek translation to start with, if you are not very familiar with the language, because it is a thought that counts. Then once we get used to that philosophy, very simple, high thinking, not complex make complex physical and spiritual simple now. What they mean is, make the life simple on the earth. Have enough to eat, food, have some luxury too, but in the name of Lord to achieve that. So we can see this desirable desire should become our prime mover. Then the first three we talked about, dharma, artha, kama. Values and dedication, wealth, right kind of wealth, right kind of desire. When these three are fully and properly achieved, you get the fourth one, more or less automatically. So if I want to put it in American term, you have to buy three, and the fourth one you get free. That is moksha. Moksha basically means you are simply happy all the time. There is no time of unhappiness in you, within you, within you, within me, within. Who knows it? You know it and the great God knows it, that's all. And that is called moksha, vahana kshaya iti moksha. See this moksha, what is called, which Swamiji also referred to, that is the goal. To achieve that, we have to start from dharma, isn't it? To get an A grade, I have to start from lesson number one. I have to do the homework one. I cannot say, I don't want to do homework one, homework two, homework three, but I want A. That doesn't work, even in simple things. So our rishis gave this and said, why did they give it? Because they found it and they realized it and they found the life full of joy and peace and they said, you also do it. It is not that you do it, I don't know what's going to happen. No. Idamitham, idamitham, idamitham. This is it, my friend. I have seen it. You do it and you enjoy it. This is the Rushis. This is our, the Hindu saints. There are many, many, there are men, there are women, there are children in this. All are included in this. Shamana Kumara, Dhruva. Read, read, think. Talk to people who know more than you. Let us be humble and learn from them. See, Ramakrita said, I learn as long as I live. This is not for him, for everybody. He said it so that everybody can follow that. Earning will stop, learning will never stop. So we can see fourfold view of life, dharma, artha, kama, moksha. That is the values and education, rightly earned wealth, 
desirable desire and full of peace and tranquility full of knowledgeable peace peace with knowledge so these are the fourfold view of life and to end it i'll give one way of checking where you are in your life as you go through the life you can follow this any time i'll give a geometrical picture so that we can remember that there are three lines hmm? there are three lines i'll use my finger now one line let us call it as the knowledge that you receive from your teacher the energy of teacher of course teacher means your parent your uncle or whoever is knowledgeable in your family who can give you that knowledge and spiritual teachers all you can put it as guru one line the other line is the scriptures the scriptures that you read including scientific books scriptures so that is the second line so two lines are there now the third line is your own experiences your own effort it is you as an individual every one of us are different in that but you have an experience you can try some experience some something and then get experience that that third line anubhava what we call so these three lines if you draw in a paper if they don't intersect it becomes a triangle right and i call it as error triangle why because the teacher has said something you are reading some book and you are getting some other experiences doesn't make any sense in life creates confusion but if you do all the things properly you follow what gurus have told including your parents i'm starting from their mata mother is the first guru and read the right kind of books not just anything right kind of books as swami ji referred for the works of vivekananda something that everybody can read in english right kind of books and then do the right kind of practice sticking to the rules i said some practice meditation praying praying to lord having holy company harboring the holy thoughts so when we do the right practice all the three lines they they go through one point right they intersect in one point and that is called point of enlightenment because there is no confusion your experience is telling what your teachers have told and what you are reading in the scriptures and that is the point of enlightenment it has to be stuck in your life you have to achieve that in your life on an individual basis and of course with help from others all the three sources i told and you can help other afterwards and what else i can say that's the life and that's the life we have to lead may the lord krishna give that frame of mind for every one of you here all our young friends and may you achieve the heights both in materialistic as well as spiritualistic world thank you